0: Good morning, this is Fed965, that's fed nine six five, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper. So, first off, happy Friday to everyone, um, hope everyone slept well. I slept better than yesterday, that's for sure, I had some very intense dreams though, um, Dreams about my childhood, actually. Vague dreams at the moment. You know how you wake up and immediately your dreams are gone? It was something like that. Except uh I was left with this overwhelming feeling of intensity, I'd say. Um, but yeah, um, I guess that's what dreams are for. Um, so I decided to, to move the, the, the location of the camera. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, I had some comments yesterday about my, um, about the lighting in here actually, um, and how it was reflecting off my hair. So decided to see if I could correct that. You tell me, but let's get to it. So, first off, the price of Bitcoin is currently at $38,936 and the block height is 734104. Let's see what's going on in the in the world today. So just scanning the news here, uh, it looks like there's fears that the war between Ukraine and Russia might expand to neighboring countries. Let's hope not. Um, Let's hope that there is a resolution as soon as possible And That's really it Everything else in the news seems to be just filler Nothing really stands out but, what are you going to do? So, I'd like to talk about yesterday's homework assignment. So, I hope you you took the time and were able to find your favorite movie. Um, so, my favorite movie is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And I was able to to rewatch it, and it was a a resounding yes to the question of "Is it still my favorite movie?" It holds up completely um, the The timeless topics are timeless for a reason and just to just to muse for a second on the genre of the Western in general, to me, it seems to be that the greatest Westerns in cinema have one thing in common. And that is they tackle the topic of the Civil War. Now, not all Westerns do this. Um, Some Westerns are, are just, you know, your basic um cowboys in the desert obviously the the cowboys and uh the native americans um that's classic cowboys and indians classic topic um but those westerns that are able to tackle the civil war have much more of a of an in-depth and complex Narrative, I would say. They are able to, to establish a foothold in not only history, um, but in our, our consciousness with regards to what is the United States of America. Because the Civil War, as we've all been taught from the, you know, from our elementary days, I would say, is a, you know, a very – to say that it's a contentious topic would would be – too little. But it is a topic that that you can find traces of in every part of the mythology of the United States. The narrative of the Civil War and what the Civil War has left us with. And so those movies that attempt to to tackle what the Civil War meant at the time um, to those in it and to those who perhaps used the Civil War as a as a means to 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 enrich themselves, which is what we see in the good and the bad and the ugly. These are not um, these are not figures that for one side or the other, um, you see them switch switch sides without any you know any loyalty or any or any regard for the the cause of the north or the south. They are merely there and they have to fight at times they get caught up in in the war and then they you know they just as easily abandoned the war to to find and to look for gold um, so that that alone, the fact that the good, the bad, and the ugly is set in, in the, the civil war period is what immediately gives it much more of a, almost of a, of a, of a pathos and a, a very, an intensity, I would say, an intensity that is, that is very hard to find in, and cinema as a whole, let alone westerns. There are a few westerns that, that rise to this occasion. And of, of them all, the good, the bad and the ugly is just, you know, um, it's leagues apart, leagues above. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully you were able to, to find your, your favorite movie and and rewatch it and see if it is still your favorite movie. And if it isn't, did you find out why it's not your favorite movie anymore? And if so, what is your favorite movie now? And do you have one? But yeah. So that was yesterday's homework assignment. And, you know, I also... Like to say that I've been reading this this book by Roland Roland Barts called Sade Fourier and Loyola, translated by Richard Miller, and I've just I've just started it, um, but it is it is intriguing, you know, to to dive into the works of these three very. Very seminal figures. I'm currently on on the the biop or the the analysis of the Marquis de Sade, and I just like to to point out today this this idea that that caught my attention yesterday. It was the idea of the Sadian enclosure and. To to try to paint a picture of what the the Saudi and enclosure is, let's say imagine it first as the as a physical enclosure, as a as a fortress or a castle, or you know a, a wall around a property. So it's a it's a physical enclosure, and so this serves to protect the the libertines and who are indulging in their in their vices, yeah, their pleasures inside the enclosure. So the Sardin enclosure is first and foremost a a way to to keep the libertine safe from the outside world, who might want to interfere with these these pleasures, these vices, right? So it's first and foremost just a a physical a physical barrier. The Saudi enclosure also serves this dual aspect. There's a, there's a secondary aspect and that's that the Saudi enclosure itself represents a type of vice and pleasure. It is almost, you can think of it as the cherry on top of the cake, just to, you know, to, to give some, some analogy here it's it's a way to to heighten the vice and pleasure that the libertine is engaged in by knowing that they are separated from the rest of the world and it is that separate that the very act of being separate from the world that adds a an additional flavor an additional pleasure to to the act itself, so it's the the Saudi enclosure is the the physical the physical barrier from the rest of the world to keep the libertine safe while he or she is indulging in their in their in their vice, and at the same time that enclosure is a vice, so it serves those those two roles, um, and it's just it's it's a very a very fascinating concept and i'll leave you with that with the uh, the saudian enclosure and you know i'd also like to give a a quick plug to my to my website here the website is dot 965com and there you can find you know, some of my, my, my writing. I'm I'm publishing a novel on my website in installments, as well as a series of uh, photographs that I'm currently working on. So if you, you know, want to, want to check it out again, it's www.fed965.com. And when we when we talk about the objectives for the day so my objectives for the day are first i'm going to exercise i'm going to meditate i'm going to see if the lawn needs to be mowed i'm i'm not sure it's something that i need to check but it is a possibility that i will be mowing the lawn today and of course it is friday so one has to enjoy their Friday and I hope you enjoy your Friday as well. And you know there's a, a new a new topic that I I, I want to start diving into and that's the topic of predicting and making predictions. And I'm currently working on a prediction, there's levels to this. You know, there's your very your very basic prediction. The prediction that says that today I will go outside. I'm predicting that I will go outside. That's a very easy prediction, right? Because it's a prediction that you yourself can realize. As opposed to a grander prediction, um, like, I think it's going to rain today. Well, that's a prediction that it's very hard for you yourself to realize. So I'm working on this idea of predictions and what the act of predicting entails. I'm still trying to flush it out. But I think I'm gonna to start today with a prediction of No, no, you see, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the predicting. So at the moment, why don't we just why don't we just think about what the act of predicting entails? We can revisit this tomorrow. We'll revisit this idea tomorrow of what predicting really means and how the act of predicting is predicated on oneself. So that's going to be our homework assignment for today. I didn't want to give a homework assignment it is friday but i think this one's important so let's think about what does the act of predicting how how does it transform the predictor how about that how does the act of, tra- of predicting transform the predictor And how does the predictor influence the prediction? Okay? And why don't we just think about that? We'll leave it right there and we'll pick up tomorrow. So thank you. That's all for today. And enjoy your Friday. See you.